The foundry industry is one of the oldest trades known to mankind and until recently has been practiced very much the same way as it has been for centuries. Additive manufacturing has brought disruptive innovation to this industry. Traditionally, the metal casting process involves creating a tool or pattern to create the sand core and mold. However, with additive manufacturing, you can directly print the sand core and mold through software commands without any tooling. To get first-hand information on the opportunities for AM in foundry and casting applications, we caught up with Brandon Lamoncha, Director of Additive Manufacturing, Humptown Products. Humptown Products has been a pioneer and has led an industry-wide transformation in bringing 3D printing to foundries, becoming one of the world's leaders in 3D sand additive manufacturing. Humptown Products also won the 2020 Manufacturer of the Year Award by the National Association of Manufacturers, USA, in the small to medium enterprise category. We are delighted to have Brandon join this conversation and share his insights on the opportunities for additive manufacturing in the foundry and casting applications in this episode. Brandon, it's great to have you on AM Infocast today. It's great to be here, Aditya. Thank you for having me. So, you know, based on our earlier interactions, uh, you know, Humtown has always been an early adopter of technology you know, since your inception in 1959. Based on this, what would you say are the three key drivers for Humtown adopting additive manufacturing for foundry and casting applications? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, as a supplier to the foundry industry since 1959, we've always felt, you know, that we have to maintain our relevance. You know, we need to be a relevant supplier, you know, to the industry or, you know, they're just going to have to do it themselves or look elsewhere. So, you know, not being a foundry ourselves, you know, we've always had to stay with the cutting times, whether it was uh, CNC machines for CNC cut patterns or, you know, now with the advent of 3D printing, you know, we eventually, um, you know, even see direct metal printing, you know, not as a replacement, but, you know, as as a you know, something that can help. Um, in for very quick turnaround of parts. So I think relevance would be the first one. Um, we've always remained innovative, you know, as a company, we, we're always innovating, you know, trying new things, trying new processes, you know, not not staying with one type of machine or one type of equipment, you know, one blend of sand or ceramic, you know, we always have to innovate, you know, so that our foundry partners can, you know, get the best castings possible. You know, we succeed when our foundries succeed. So I would say the second one is, you know, being innovative. And lastly, you know, the, the driver for us is it was survival. You know, we've seen so many foundries in USA and around the world, you know, not survive. And we felt that by adopting, you know, this new cutting edge technology um, about six, seven years ago at Humtown, we really feel that it's going to be key to our survival. So, you know, all those three things wrapped into one, we really feel is what has helped us you know, maintain to be a good supplier to the industry, you know, um, in the United States, you know, and abroad. Yeah, I think that that's that's interesting. And I'm sure you've had your, your uh, you know, challenges on the way, you know, creating this and adopting and being an early adopter. So what are the major challenges you have overcome to deliver the right solutions to your customers? And how or do you feel that technology plays in overcoming these challenges? Yeah, there's definitely, you know, been challenges along the way, you know, major hurdles. Um, you know, the first one was actually the, the cost of the equipment, you know, it was a major barrier to entry for us. You know, we loved what the technology and what it could do. But, you know, when we went and got our first quote for our first 3D sand printer, 
um, you know, we were very shocked, you know, not only at the equipment, you know, but the requirements, you know, for, for the ambient temperature and for the location and, you know, vibration, you know, for the floor. So it was a major investment. Um, but even bigger than, you know, the hurdle of buying the equipment was actually the adoption of the industry. Um, you know, we had started this journey about seven years ago, and we're just now getting to where, you know, just about every foundry has at least heard of 3D sand printing, but not yet every foundry has even tried, you know, a project using a 3D sand printed core or mold. So, you know, that's seven years of, of you know, dedicated, you know, driving around, doing on-site demonstrations, PowerPoints, you know, speaking at, at all kinds of American foundrymen societies. And, you know, we still have foundries that are still, you know, not using this technology. So I would say those two would be the major hurdles of getting into the industry. Yeah, that's really helpful to understand, you know, for someone who's looking at this space to invest and see how to make the best use of it. And in your earlier uh, conversation, you know, we had earlier and you mentioned that all foundries can really benefit from AM. Can you elaborate on this? Yeah, um, you know, it doesn't really matter if it's a large foundry, you know, that is producing castings for OEMs or, you know, even a small, um, you know, foundry with only just a few employees. Um, you know, there's major benefits, you know, um, speed to market, you know, it gives people, you know, the opportunity to be very quick to market, um, you know, in quick turnaround times. So, you know, for a small foundry or it gives a very large foundry the opportunity to prototype and, you know, get their product into the market before, um, spending, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in tooling, you know, they can prove out the product and, and have that for their customers. So I really don't feel that, you know, that it's only for large foundries or only for small foundries. We found that there's benefits for every foundry. Hey, that's good to know, Brandon, that, you know, that, that AM is really versatile in terms of how you can use it in the foundry setting. And it's great to know that wide variety of type of companies are ranging from the smaller ones to the large ones can really use this technology. Uh, that being said, you know, how does the roadmap for you look like from here on? And, you know, and we know that you're uh, looking to expand into emerging markets. So what, what's your uh, you know, thoughts on that? Yeah. So Humtown, you know, we've primarily been, you know, regional, you know, you know, since inception in 1959, but we've also, you know, started with the advent of 3d printing, and there have been very few printers, you know, in the United States. We've actually started shipping, you know, from coast to coast, you know, in Mexico and Canada. Um, we just wrapped up, you know, a conversation with Ricardo Toledo um, in Brazil. And, you know, they have you know, a lot of need. We've air freighted cores and molds down to Brazil because there's no 3D printers there. Um, so what we want to do is we really want to come into a market, you know, not to compete with, you know, existing, you know, people that have printers, but really to grow the adoption and be a bridge, you know, from any of the OEMs in the United States that need to get product made globally. Um, you know, that's the beautiful thing about this technology is once you have the CAD file, you can 3D print that mold and core anywhere around the world um, at point of need. So that's really how we would like to expand. Um, and, you know, we're, we're just taking this, these opportunities, you know, to meet great players in, in the market, you know, foundries and OEMs that are using this technology. And we're just going to see where that leads us. Yeah, and I think you did something recently in Brazil as well, and 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 you are looking more for collaborations, right? Wherever wherever you're going into into these emerging markets. Exactly, it has to be. You know, it's going to be slow, organic growth with partners, and you know, looking to 
to work with people, you know, to collaborate, um, sometimes with government, you know, academia and industry. Um, but, you know, that's really our goal. Great, great. I think we wish you, you know, the best of luck in, in your journey and, and, and your future plans. And again, I'd like to thank you for joining us for this uh, AIM Infocast uh, episode on, on the applications of additive manufacturing in the foundry custom business. Thanks a lot. Yes, thank you, Aditha. You know, we really appreciate all the, the energy and you know, the publications that you put out and, you know, glad to, to be working with you and your team. And thank you for having us. It was, it was great to be here today. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of AM Infocast. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes with more interesting conversations on the adoption of additive manufacturing in various industries. Now, a word about our partner. AM Infocast has been created using Hubhopper Studio. Hubhopper is India's leading podcast creation platform. Using Hubhopper allows AM Infocast to be heard across platforms like Spotify, Ghana, Google Podcasts, Wink Music, and more. To know more, click on the link in the episode description or visit hubhopperstudio.com.